For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, y'all? Welcome back into another episode of Believe in the ATP Tour. I'm your host, Jacob Sersosimo. Today, you're listening on the Believe Network. And can you believe there's only eight people left? And then there were eight at the Aussie Open. The quarterfinal round starts, I believe, on Monday night, American time, Tuesday morning, uh, American time, which would be Tuesday uh, in Australia, that is when the quarterfinals begin, and we're going to get right into it because there's some good quarterfinal matches, and there were some great matches to get to this point. At the top of the bracket, number one seed Novak Djokovic is going to play Taylor Fritz. Taylor Fritz is kind of on a little bit of a heater right now. He struggled a little bit early on. I don't want to say struggled, but dropped some sets. Maybe you wouldn't expect him to drop, but then he cruises past the seven seed Stefano Tsitsipas in the fourth round in four sets. Very, very convincing stuff from Taylor Fritz. Uh, he's made he's made the quarterfinals at three of the four majors in his career. This Aussie Open is special for him. I can tell he's playing at a different level, and he's starting to look like the number one American. You know how he goes up and down. Sometimes he's lo- losing first round, second round. You're like, how is this the number one American? No, no, no. Taylor Fritz looks like the number one American. The only problem is he's running into Novak Djokovic in the quarterfinals. It's going to be a tough match. He's going to have to play virtually perfect to beat Novak Djokovic. Djokovic hasn't been like outstanding in this tournament by any means, although he did beat Adrian Manorino 6-0-6-0-6-3. If you watch any of this match, you saw the crowd go ballistic when Manorino got one game in the third set. Novak Djokovic coming into this quarterfinal match, honestly, pretty well rested. That match against Manorino was only an hour and 44 minutes, and to be honest, it didn't look hard at all for the number one overall seed. Novak Djokovic, Taylor Swift, or Taylor Swift, Taylor Fritz. Oh, I've been watching too much football. <laughs> That's funny. Taylor Fritz in the quarterfinals at the top of the bracket at the Australian Open. Who will they play into? It's going to be Yannick Sinner and Andre Rublev. Let's start with Sinner. Sinner is making light work of literally everybody. Um, he's in a second Australian Open quarterfinal. He beat Hachinov, the only player on the men's side that has yet to drop a set going into the quarterfinals, is Yannick Sinner. He beats Hachinov 6-4, 7-5, 6-3, in so much control. I watched most of this match, and the thing that shocks me most about Sinner, and I shouldn't be shocked by this, but... Even in match this year is why this year I'm shocked about this. He's in such control of these matches, and he's hitting the ball very heavily. He's hitting the ball really, really well. He's picking his spots, and he's he's hitting all of them. Like it's really incredible tennis that he's playing. And if he continues to play this way, I don't think there's any reason he can't win the Australian Open. Yeah, he'd have to go through Djokovic, and yeah, he'd have to go probably through Alcaraz or Medvedev. But he's playing at a level right now that is so incredibly impressive that I think a lot of people watching Yannick Sinner play right now can agree that he's a weapon and 
there's not many people on earth that can beat him if nobody, if he keeps playing the way he's playing. He's cruising past people at the Australian Open. And I honestly think he's going to cruise past Andre Rublev. I love the way Rublev playing. I, I, I like Rublev. The problem is, is Rublev is coming off a marathon five-set match against Alex de Manure. Alex de Manure was kind of on a heater moving into the Aussie Open, played really well in the Aussie Open so far. He's the 10 seed, Rublev the 5 seed. Rublev beats him in a 4-hour and 14-minute five-set match. Rublev wins the first, de Manure wins the second and third. Rublev wins the fourth and the fifth to move on to the quarterfinals. And even in his post-match press conference and in media that he did after that match, he was exhausted, could barely stand up, saying how tired he is. Um, it's it's going to take a lot for him to beat Sinner. Even if he was ha- had easy matches leading up to this, It's gonna. it would take a ton to beat Yannick Sinner in the quarterfinals. I'm just not sure he can do it because of the level that Yannick Sinner is playing at right now. That's the top side of the bracket. Get your popcorn ready because if it's Djokovic center in the semifinal, I think that semi is going to be outstanding. I truly do think that semifinal is going to be awesome. But I, I really think the only upset that can be in the top half here would be number 12 Taylor Fritz taking out number one Novak Djokovic. I really don't see Rublev beating center. I could be very wrong, but I've watched center this whole entire tournament and he has been so on. It's unbelievable. And even people, like literally people, social media people on online everywhere are just like I don't see how someone could beat Sinner and I don't see it either he's playing outstanding outstanding tennis right now we move to the bottom side of the bracket in the quarterfinals down there which I think is a little bit more wide open you have Hubie Hurkacz the nine seed versus Daniil Medvedev the three seed a little shaky of a performance for these guys moving into this quarterfinal round Hubie Hurkacz uh you know was tested a little bit in the third round he not really tested in the fourth round he hasn't really played anybody, though. Like, Hercotch has played Hugo Humbert. He's played Zhang. And in the first round, he played... Who do you even play in the first round? Jessica, who's a qualifier. Yeah, Hercotch hasn't played really anybody moving in to this quarterfinal appearance against Medvedev. He Medvedev has played a lot of people. Medvedev had that really, really, really late night match that went late into the night. He had like it was like 345 in the morning. It was four hours and like 40 minutes or something like that that he played super late. In his post-match press conference yesterday, he beat Nuno Borges in four sets and he said I felt 100% before this match. I finally was able to catch up on sleep. That was about three, four days after that match. And he said, but you know, Borges moved me around really well, and now I'm kind of tired again. And he wrote on the lens of the camera, more sleep. He needs his rest, and he needs to get to that rest. I battle back and forth when looking at these brackets on who's going to do better when it comes to if you've had a tough route to the quarters or the semis or if you've had a really easy route. Because if you haven't been tested by anybody legit, sometimes I feel like you can be a little bit rusty when you're going up against a guy like Daniil Medvedev, where Medvedev, there were some players in there that really, really tested him. So is he more prepared for this moment is kind of a is kind of the area that I'm looking at. So it's gonna be interesting. Like it's it's really gonna be interesting this match. I see it going four or maybe even five. Do I think Hercotch can beat Medvedev? Yes. Do I think he can do it at this stage? Not really. I think Medvedev takes this one. Um, although Hercotch is well rested and Honestly, the sleep and everything could catch up with Medvedev. I would not be shocked to see Hubie Hurkacz win this match. I feel bad because I'm going with all the seeded guys, but 
I call it how I see it, and that's really what, what the sport of tennis is right now. How about Alexander Sverev? Sverev has played fantastic this tournament. He's played really well. He's won some grindy matches. That's the bottom half of the bottom half in the quarterfinals. It's Alexander Sverev. It's Carlos Alcaraz. This is going to be an outstanding match. I could see it going five sets easily. Uh, Alcaraz has pretty much cruised all the way to this point to the quarterfinals. Sverev has been tested. In the fourth round, Sverev beats Cam Norrie in five sets. That was a great match. Last night, I actually watched it last night. It was a longer match. It was in a tiebreaker. It was four hours and five minutes, a grind for both these players. And really, I watched the first few sets in full, and Nori was starting to take control of this. And it's very impressive how Sverov kind of regained that control, so to speak, and was able to move on into the quarterfinals. Other than that, Sverov has played... Alex Mickelson, the young American who has made a really, really good push at the Aussie Open. He beat him in three sets, uh, Sverev did. And then Sverev almost lost to Klein in the second round in five sets. That went to a five-set tiebreaker. My concern was Sverev moving into this quarterfinal, or this, yeah, this quarterfinal matchup with the Carlos Alcaraz is the time he spent on the court. That was a four-hour and 31-minute match. He had another four-hour match that I just mentioned with Cam Nori. Like, these five-set matches, as you get deeper into these tournaments, they start to rack up, they start to get a little bit harder, and you can kind of tell that they just get tired. And it's nothing against their conditioning or against how they do things. It's just... You can tell they get tired because of how long and taxing these tournaments are. And that kind of seems the position that Alexander Sverev's in as he moves into a massive quarterfinal matchup against Carlos Alcaraz, who, for the most part, has cruised into the quarterfinals. He hasn't really played anybody. That's what you get when you're the two seed. Tested a little bit, but not tested hard enough to really make a dent in what he's doing as he moves forward into the quarterfinals. So that's the quarterfinals that we're set up with right now. Novak Djokovic, Taylor Fritz on the top. Yannick Sinner, or Andre Rublev, and then you got Hurkacz, Daniil Medvedev, Sverev, and Carlos Alcaraz. This is what you want, and this is what you expect. These matches, I think, are going to be great. Some of them may be a little bit lopsided, but this is what you want when you get into the quarterfinals. You want the best dudes going after each other, and it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. I think there's one more thing we got to look at. It's this Kazoo, this wild card that played Hubie Hurkacz and had a great run here. He's 21 years old, Arthur Kazoo, and he beats Holger Runa, and then he goes on to lose to Hubie Hurkacz in the fourth round, but he he was a qualifier, and he hadn't had a great you know, career before this, but he's definitely moving up the rankings. Let's get to some stats that I'm looking into as we move into these quarterfinals. Andre Rublev with that win over Damon Neuer in the in the fourth round to get to the quarterfinals. He has uh, 300 tour-level wins. And I believe, if my stats are correct, which I'm reading on atptour.com right now, uh, yes, this is right. Um, he Rublev snapped a five-game or a five-match losing streak against top 10 opponents. Um, and will now look to convert on his 10th Grand Slam quarterfinal into his first major semifinal as he meets Sinner on Tuesday. Yeah, he has been in 10 quarterfinals at a Grand Slam and has never made it to a semi. The only unfortunate part about this one is look who he runs into. Literally the baddest dude in tennis right now, Yannick Sinner. Should be a good one. I'm excited for it. Uh, I think I picked Djokovic to win this tournament, and I'm sticking with it. However, the way Sinner's been playing... I would love to switch my pick, but I'm not going to do that. Let's get to the women's side of the bracket. 
the women's side of the bracket's kind of falling apart at this point, and it's very unfortunate. Coco Goff and Arena Sabalenka are both on the bottom side of the bracket, which sucks. They're going to play each other in the semifinals if they get to that point, which sucks. The rest of the players here, there's a qualifier. A few unseeded players. Like, There's not a whole lot of massive names, especially on the top side of the bracket, that are in the fine or that are in the quarterfinals. Really, the two big names, uh, Zhang is the number 12 seed, and then Krischekova plays Sabalenka, who's a nine or Krischekova is a nine seed. So, like, other than that, there's nobody. I thought the path to the final really looked good for Victoria Azarenka and Alina Svitolina. Svitolina falls in the round in the fourth round because. She has back spasms, so she retires after just three games, which was a real bummer. She had a real chance. And we were going to get Sabalenka, or not Sabalenka, Azarenka versus Svitolina in the quarterfinals, which I would have been jacked about. I would have been sweet with that. But it didn't happen, uh, which is unfortunate for them because I think they're going to look back at this and be like, we really let something slip away. If I haven't got to it yet, because it might have happened in the third round, it did. Uh, Iga Swiatek is out of the tournament. She lost to Naskova. So you kind of saw it coming. I think she was limping a little bit versus Daniel Collins, and I don't I don't necessarily know if she was fully herself. So very unfortunate, very, very unfortunate that she you know, seemed to be struggling a little bit there. But even more unfortunate that Svitolina had a straight shot to the final, and her and Azarenka would have played each other in the, in the quarters or semis, which would have been great. But they didn't get to that point. Uh, ben Rothenberg tweeted yesterday that uh, he named all these women. Anybody but like Coco Goff, Zhang, and and Sabalenka. And says none of them have even made a slam semifinal before. Um, even for modern women's tennis, this draw sure wield a wild result. It did. Uh, the parody on top was eye-opening to say the least. But that's women's tennis right now. And I'm really looking forward to the semifinal match between Coco Goff and Arena Sebalenka. That's it for the semifinals or, or for the quarterfinals in this episode. Maybe I'll get another one out before the final, but um, I kind of rambled on too long and already enough about what's going on at the Aussie Open. I wanted to get this out so you guys have a good look at what to expect here in week two because it is going to be a big week for the Aussie Open. I can't wait to watch more. Uh, tennis is alive and well right now. The women's side, a lot of parity, but it's looking like whoever wins between Sabalenka and Coco Goff really has a sheer chance at getting another Grand Slam title here in Melbourne. So it's a good tournament. It's fun to watch. The men's side is is stacked and looks to be a heavyweight battle for through the rest of this, and I'm really excited about it. So that'll be it for this episode. I appreciate you listening, and watch some tennis this week. It's going to be fun. All right, I got to go. See you. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.